Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Your Move Atlanta on AM640. I am Cleve Gaddis, host of this show. I'm joining the studio by my man Alfie, Hello. who comes back every week. With continuing coverage. 245 times you and I have done this, Alfie. That's a lot. That's a lot of shows. That's, That's a lot of shows. I, I, there are very few things I've done in life 245 times. Right. And also continuing times. coverage of campaign 2020 all throughout the day. Here. Continuing coverage continuing of drama? Coverage. Of nonsense and drama? Democrats, Republicans battling out for the White House in 2020. <laughs> Who's going to win it? You'll find out. Keep it locked in to Fox News. I think we've got a great show, and we're not going to let Alfie do that voice for the entire show. Just part of the first segment. That's just it. Just for the first part That's of the show. It. That's exactly right. Hey. So we've got some cool topics. Oh. Interest rates over the last four decades. How much would it have cost you to get a $300,000 mortgage in the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2010s, uh, 2000s, and today? In the 10s and the 20s. Oh, be quiet. Um, so I hope I don't have the same problems I had last week. I got tongue-tied. Oh, I yeah. used a lot of the wrong words. Are you okay, though? Mm. Do you think you got it today? Mm, I think so. Okay. I think so. Right. I think so. Hey, we've got our Anyone Can Be a Millionaire segment. Oh. We're going to talk about professional photography. We've got John Birchfield on, and you definitely don't want to miss the second segment. Land loans, construction finance, constru- <laughs> construction financing, construction to perm financing. That didn't take long. All that good stuff. We're going to talk about showing traffic. Yes, it didn't. Well, I'm not a professional, Alfie. I mean, I, I'm, a profession- I'm a full-time real estate broker right. who it is perfectly okay. permitted to get tongue-tied gotcha. on the radio. I hear very, very highly paid network news hosts that get tongue-tied on the TV. So give me some slack. Okay, t-shirt. Give me some slack. Give t-shirt. me some slack. So in the third segment of the show, we're going to talk about traffic being up. We're going to talk about um, what you should expect from your listing agent after you lift the, ho- li- lift the home. After you list the home in our neighborhood spotlight in the fourth segment of the show, Brightwater in Snellville. So if you live anywhere in that area. And then we're going to talk about surveys before we finish up that fourth segment of the show. Alfie, you ready for a little quiz? Yeah, sure. Okay. <clears throat> do I need my number two? Do I need uh, my number two pencil for this? Nope, okay. nope, nope, nope. Just a little guessing. So All today, right, right. Uh-huh. in 2020, yeah, if you got a three hundred thousand dollar mortgage, okay, and I know you don't need a three hundred thousand dollar mortgage. No. We've just used that as an example, okay? Interest rate is three and a half percent. Your principal and interest payment would be thirteen hundred and forty-seven dollars a month. Okay. If you got that same three hundred thousand dollar loan in the nineteen seventies, mm-hmm. how much would your payment have been? My the interest rate was 8.86% on average for the entire 1970s. 8.86%. Oh. Mm. Let's see, 17, I'll say 2000 $2,400 oh, a month, wow. which would have cost you $12,500 more per year than to borrow the money today. Wow. In the 1980s, average interest rate for that entire decade, 12.7%. Instead of the payment being thirteen hundred and forty-seven dollars, Alfie, what would it have been in the nineteen eighties? Three thousand. Thirty-two forty-eight. You're pretty good at this dang game. Wow. So you would have paid twenty-two thousand eight hundred and sixteen dollars a year more, Alfie, in interest in the nineteen eighties. I know that you wouldn't have gotten a three hundred thousand dollar loan for all of you who are out there going, "Hey, this dumb dumb is not giving as good as." I just want you to know the difference. Yeah. In the nineteen nineties, when interest rates averaged eight point one two percent. Instead of $1,347, Alfie, the payment would have been $2,226 a month, which means it would have cost you $10,500 more than it would cost you today. From 2000 to 2010, interest rates averaged 6.29%. 
which means you would have paid $1,854 a month instead of $1,347 or an extra $6,100 per year. And then in 2010, since 2010, interest rates have averaged 4.09%. Today, they're 3.5% on average, which means your payment would be $1,447 instead of $1,347. So you save about $1,200 per year with the interest rate being at 3.5%. If you're out there and looking to buy, uh, National Association of Realtors measures home uh, housing affordability through the Housing Affordability Index. When the index is 100, it means the average American family can afford the average American home. The number today, Alfie, is 150, which means the average American family earns 50% more than they need to in order to purchase the average-priced American home. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta on AM640, Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio. I'm Cleve Gaddis. I am your host, and I'm joined in the studio by my man, Alfie. In addition to being the host, I'm also a full-time real estate agent and broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords make the best decisions whenever possible when investing in real estate or buying real estate anywhere throughout Metro Atlanta. You can reach us by going to yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, Atlanta.com. Come, Alfie, in our Anyone Can Be a Millionaire segment, remember last week we had to change it from the Everyone Can Be a Millionaire to Anyone Can right. Be a Millionaire. Apparently, because you, apparently you offended somebody. One of our listeners says everyone cannot be yes. a millionaire, so. but maybe they could. But I mean, anyway, he says yeah. it should be anyone and not everyone, and I agree with him. So we have changed this. Uh-huh. Thank you, Steve, from Marietta, <laughs> to anyone can be a millionaire. So here's uh, the question. Yeah. What is the amount of money in the U.S.? required to be considered rich and this is from surveys what is the amount of money considered to be rich in the u.s five hundred thousand dollars i say it would make me i, I would feel rich for that 2.3 million well well i guess i'm a little bit off so this is interesting this is from cnbc and this is the average minimum net worth amount considered to be rich baby boomers say it's 2.6 million okay Gen Xers, that's me, my generation. Are you you're a millennial or a Gen Xer? I don't know. I mean, I'm 41. I think you're at the 78? Very, I think you're the oldest of the millennials, but I don't don't quote me on that. I could be Am totally I like wrong. on the border? You're definitely on the border. Okay. Yeah, the border of Atlanta and uh, Macon. No. <laughs> so a Gen Xer says you need 2.6 million in order to be a millionaire. A millennial says you need 2.2 million. This is some very interesting very interesting statistics. A baby boomer thinks you need $260,000 in your checking account to be rich or $430,000 in your savings account. A Gen X, which is my generation, says you need $360,000 in your checking account or $570,000 in your savings account. And a millennial says you need $350,000 in your checking account or $490,000 in your savings account. The only reason I bring that up, that is a that was not good information because I said anyone can be a millionaire, but then I'm saying to be a millionaire, you can't just have a million dollars. You have to have $2.3 million. That was kind of rude, wasn't it? So actually, let's do this. Anyone can be a millionaire, and Alfie and I say that when you have $800,000, you're a millionaire. We're changing it. Right, Alfie? Oh no, we can do five hundred thousand. So yeah. if you do five hundred thousand, you're a millionaire. Yeah, you're We're gonna say anyone could be a millionaire. <laughs> hey, we got a quick question from Matt in Buford. Is it necessary to use a professional photographer when listing a home? Um, so it, it's not a requirement. Uh, I would say absolutely, positively, it is necessary. Uh, so if you go online, Matt, and you look at other homes available for sale in your area, more than likely. 
the ones that sell for the highest price have the best photography because if you're attracting people online, the only way they get to make a decision about whether or not they want to see the home is based on the photography. And I will tell you, little things like having the right ratios of everything in your front picture, and you're probably thinking, what do you mean ratio? The picture cannot be 100% of the house. The problem is when you do that, you have no differences, no color and texture differences to look at. So you want it to be probably 50% house. Uh, and 25% yard and 25% sky. And so the grass needs to be green, the sky needs to be blue, and the angels need to be singing because that's what's going to attract people to your home. So from my standpoint, Matt, a professional photographer, a professional photographer is a 100% requirement for all listings because you need to make sure your listing shows in the best light. If you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next year, I would invite you to take advantage of our customized maximum value plan. What is that? Well, it's like an appraisal on steroids that shows you exactly what you need to do step by step to sell your home for the most money. We believe, based on our research, that the average home seller in Metro Atlanta leaves about $16,000 on the table when they sell their house. And Alfie, $16,000 is real money. We used to charge $899 for a customized value plan. Anybody that logs on to yourmoveatlanta.com in the next two minutes and signs up for a customized maximum value plan or just clicks to sell my home for $16,000 more link, you will get a customized maximum value plan for free. Last gentleman took advantage of this program in Roswell, sold his house for $27,000 more, Alfie, not $16,000 more. And we didn't give him nice. a money-back guarantee because since 26000 or 27000 is higher than 16000 we figured that we were covered, right, Alfie? <laughs> it makes sense. So it'll sell for $16,000 or more, more than all of your neighbors sold for. Go to yourmoveatlanta.com. Click on sell for $16,000 more. Alfie and I are going to take a quick break. When we come back, John Birchfield Brand Mortgage will be with us right here. Stick with us.